Hey guys, uh, good morning. I'm starting this podcast with the help of my good friends at WRP. Um, it's uh, it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Uh, I think I want to call it that restaurant thing. It's kind of hard to pronounce for me, so I might change it, but that's what it's called for now. Um, today, and for that first episode, you know, when you do something new and you don't really know where you, know, you want to take it, uh, you want to do it with someone you feel comfortable with. So uh, I asked my uh, friend Ed to come on over for the first episode, and he was ever so kind to accept. Um, so this is going to run for about 28 minutes, and we're just going to talk about what we do, which is uh, owning restaurants and businesses in Paris. And the idea is that every time I've been talking about what we do and uh, how we do it at Holly Belly, uh, people have been super receptive and just hungry for more. So I'm, you know, just happy to provide. Um, the idea is just to have a casual conversation and see where it takes us. Ed, thanks for being here, my man. Thank you. Super cool. <laughs> so, um, Ed, just a bit of intro. You've got this great restaurant called Le, Le Grand Bain in Paris and then also some bakeries. Yeah, we've got Le Grand Bain, the restaurant, which we started like four years ago. And then we have uh, the bakeries. They're both called Le Petit Grand. We produce everything up in Belleville. That's where the main bakery is. And then we have our little, our little depot down, uh, down by Ile Saint-Louis. That's so cool. Yeah. And then we, we're hoping that we can expand this a little bit more, make it a little bit bigger. We don't ever want to go too big. Yeah. We want to be able to still make everything by hand and, and, and keep it tight-knit, small team. Um, yeah. Growth is tricky. Like, that's something I've been always struggling with. Like, I feel I've got – part of me is, like, wants to do more and part of me wants to protect what I have. Mm. How do you – like, what's your take on growth? Like, Growth is growth is a really, really difficult one. When we first started four years ago, we were like, okay, we're going to do a project every single year. We're oh, going to wow. push this out. We're going to, and at, at right now, we're, we're on track for that. That's what I'm saying. You've been, yeah, you've been doing a lot of things. Yeah, we, 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 and we st we've still got little things that are ticking over in the, on the back burner. There's like rooftop farms that we're talking about. Cool. And we're working with the uh, local governments with, but like, The more it's gone on, the more we realized it's better to not push this stuff and like try and organically grow. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you just you end up tripping over yourself. Yeah. There's too much, especially especially in France and especially with um, labor. Yeah. For man. example, hiring too many staff too too early, and then not being able to deal with them in in a in a in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like totally. we're not we're not we're not you know we're not capitalist pigs. Yeah. But um, you know sometimes. Well, it's balance, right? It's, gotta, it's absolutely yeah. it's absolutely balance. Also. We're, we never want to be too big where we don't know the people that are working oh, for man. us. I know? always wondered about that. Like, if I'd ever get to a point where, like, you walk in in the morning and, you know, the name just doesn't come up. Like, yeah. I, I think that's when you know it's just too much. Or you haven't had a cup of tea with them. Yeah, or exactly. Like, a, like a, an intimate moment yeah. um, where you where you know you know each other yeah. personally and you can talk to each other with, with respect. 200%. You know? there was a, I remember it really profoundly hit me once uh, when I first, I was a young chef and I first come up to uh, St. John's and Fergus Henderson came in and saw me nine o'clock in the morning. He was there every single morning and he walked straight across the re restaurant, straight over to me and said, hello, you're new and shook my hand. And That's I thought cool. like, this is a big business. And good to me, it was, you know, it's quite a big deal. And I was like, this guy still takes the time yeah. to, to notice that. And I thought That's really It was just a mark on how how good that place That's is and why it still runs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, if you want to, like, I always talk about longevity. And, like, mm. the more I do this, the more I put the years matters. You mm. know what I mean? And 
for restaurants, like they like cat years, yeah? Like you say, when a cat is one, what technically is like five or whatever, like, you know, there's like, you can convert to yeah, human years. Mm. For restaurants, I feel like it's the same, you know? Like if you reach four years like you have mm. or six like we have, it matters, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's big. And so longevity and like what you're saying about St. John and like Fergus coming in and saying hello, like those things are so important. That's, like, part, of, that's part of the yeah, fabric that, exactly. can t- that makes it still work. You totally. know? It's having the right mentality. It's, 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 a, it's a really, it's a difficult job. It's, I mean, any, any job in the restaurant industry, ultimately what most people want is to end up owning their own restaurant, yep. calf, bar, something, whatever. Mm. And normally they've started at a very low, like for, I was a pot wash. Right. And now I went through all the stages of being a chef, sous chef, head chef. Then now I own my own place. Mm. And each one of those jobs is distinctly different. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. like, and then you end up at the, owning the place and now I, I still call myself a chef but I don't do much cooking anymore mm. you know? it's very like very managerial yeah same for Sarah she's yeah. the same yeah it's, it, it's funny isn't it do you, how do you feel about that I'm oh, curious it makes me sad yeah. it does make me sad but then the, like I'm I'm extremely privileged in the fact that people still ask me to come and do things right. so like in November I spent three weeks down in Portugal mm. and I was cooking down there so I still get to do some things like this but it is it is difficult but then if you want if you want if you want your place to grow mm. and you want it to grow in the way that you want it to grow, you can't be in the kitchen. Food. You can't. You can't. You, yeah. or, or you have to be. You have to be on. You have to be leading yeah. the, the thing. And unfortunately, that's not chopping an onion. I'm, I agree. Like Sarah's the same. I know she struggles with it, and like she's. It's so funny the way like you start. You start doing this because you enjoy cooking, and then. Mm. Like you're saying, the next step is always to have your own place. Like, I mean, not for everybody, but most no. people want to, you know, um, create something of their own. And mm. so it's funny how, like, when you do things right, then I'll pick up and I'll be busy and I'll grow organically without yeah. ever doing it too fast and spreading yourself too thin. But eventually that growth will take you out, will take you away from that first love. Yeah. You know, it's funny when you think about it. Though. Oh, absolutely. I don't make coffee anymore. I'm not on the floor as often as I used to. Um, and I think it's fine because also, there's a time for everything and I'm 33 definitely still very young but like I feel good in my position of management and mm. I, I don't think I would want to be behind the bar on the floor all day every day I don't think I physically can. yeah that's the thing there's like, a time for everything yeah you know? I, I physically you know uh, what with other uh, extra stuff outside of life kids and yeah, things like that exactly. that, that takes that takes some that takes some getting used to and it definitely takes some time to <laughs> like wake it up in the morning yeah, man. Uh, so timing is pretty good when you think about it. You've, yeah. you've done the cooking. You've you've been in the kitchen. Now you've got. I've two been like children. I said. I'm super oh. super privileged. Yeah. I'm really I'm really I'm really I'm really thankful for everything I've got. So and, um, I'm I, and it's and it hasn't been, you know it's it hasn't been me. It's been everyone around me as well. You know, we've got a great team over up with us. Yeah, my wife. That's a big one too, man. Being thankful. I feel like, and and I want this podcast to also be a help for people that are in our business or want to, you know, join us in this business. Um, And I think it's something you need to sometimes slow down and be thankful. And like, I feel you do this pretty naturally, but it's something that I've taught myself to do because you're so caught up in like the leaks and the broken equipment and the people living and hiring and, you know, suppliers. And like, sometimes you just need to slow down and be like, this is actually, this is all very good. We, yeah. So we, me and Edouard, my business Mm -hmm. partner, we talk a lot about stress management, Mm -mm -mm. really. That's a big one. Huge. So we go to the gym together and then whilst we're at the gym, we'll like cathartically talk with each other, 
and sometimes it's about work sometimes it's not about work yeah. it's about everything else but we also know that like we don't hang out outside of work that's you cool. know like maybe we're maybe he'll come around for dinner every so often but we try and keep it keep it a little bit separate so we're just not yeah. in each other's pocket all the time so good but like we talk about meditation we talk about trying to get good night's sleeps yeah. we yeah. try and eat well staff food for us is like is that this is 2020 for us right now yeah. um yeah. it's all about uh um, making staff food really good yeah so when we all sit down like at six o'clock the restaurant shuts down for a sec. Everybody sits down for half an hour and we all eat. And it used to be like, we've got really good products. Yeah. We're really, we're really lucky in the fact that we've got really great products. And so it was always good food, but now we're really trying to like think about, okay, what's a nice balanced meal yeah. for everyone to eat. How do you go about it? Like, do you like, do you say, okay, um, you take someone from your team in the kitchen, like, to the, like today you're doing this staff lunch or like staff dinner or. So that's what we, that's what we used to do. And now it's kind of just set on one section on okay. a hot section. And then we have like a menu meeting every Thursday, uh, for, for, for staff, for, 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 no, it for used to be, for, it used to be for just for the rest, uh, sorry, it used to be for the restaurant and for staff. Okay. Now it's just for the restaurant okay. because we standardized everything. So now we have like a two week rotor and everybody knows like. Friday's chicken and chips. Gotcha. You know? That's cool. It's not chicken and chips. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um it's and but also it was it was to do with um it was to do with us knowing how much money we were spending on staff. Because it doesn't you know, two euros per person by ten people every day of the week ends up being that, like ten thousand yeah, yeah, euros yeah, at the end absolutely, of the year. Absolutely, yeah. Which is absolutely fine but yep. we wanted to make sure that everybody's eating the best they possibly can yep. without us also spending 20,000 euros you just want to know it's fine to know how much things cost it, it you know? really, it's yeah. all about it's all it's about good data. management yeah it's all about, it's all about data I'm the same the oh man I didn't know you were into that I'm oh, so dude, into like, that so th at the end of January every year we sit down and we go through every single supplier for every single thing uh, everything anything you could possibly think of that we buy and we go and try and find it 10 cents cheaper yeah. All right. Without losing without quality. compromising quality. Yeah. So like w w the major one last year was uh, the white paper rolls. Um, we found this amazing company that did it way cheaper. There you go. We bought all these rolls and they're just not they're just not as good. Okay. It so sounds, you went back. Yeah. So then so well we didn't go back. We found another company yeah. that does it. But like it was it, they just weren't absorbent. They obviously weren't like this sounds <laughs> for every. But that's for, so interesting for to people, me. For like, people, yeah. For people like me, yeah. I'm like yeah, man. <laughs> no. Oh, and you oh. get like fully into it. And I spent like hours like and you and Sarah need to sit down together. She's <laughs> all about that. But that's yeah. cool though. And and I mean, and it goes back to what we were saying before. This takes time. Like yeah. that sourcing. Yeah. And it's just tweaking. Yeah. I love tweaking. Just yeah. like tweaking. Like oh, we've been doing it this way, but like, can we do it better? Cheaper, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's all, it's all about, again, you're talking about that balance. It's all about that balance of making, making it cost effective without losing any quality. Like, yeah. Because if you save 10 cents on a roll of paper, you can take that money and put it back into great, better chicken even. Oh, yeah, like, like, you know, it's I, like, I'm not, I, I don't go and pay myself an extra dividend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this, all this is, is to make sure everything runs at the max it yeah. possibly can so our staff can get the best they possibly can and then we can continue growing our business in the way that we want it yeah we want you know like i said we've got these these ideas that we want to do where we want to build farms and then it, it but inside the city and then try and give that back to the communities that we're we're located in so yeah. that we stay you know because we're quite an international restaurant now mm -hmm. people know us from everywhere but we still want to keep that local yep. that local base you know it's really yeah, it, it, after after like the Bataclan attacks mm -hmm. there were certain restaurants that 
you know, had only international uh, people coming and they just dropped from 150 people a night to like Dude, zero. Yeah, that's it. And then that kills a restaurant. And that's it. Yeah. It, like, and that is super. If you can play on both, like that's the way we do things at Holly Belly. It's like we've always tried to really be a restaurant for everybody. And like, mm. I know there's a tourist got a bad rap and like, you know, it's almost like the T word is a bad word, but like, mm. I love tourists. They're just people that travel. You travel, yeah. I travel. There's nothing wrong with it. But we also really always try to like, Keep our locals and then yeah. and, the, and opening the bigger Holly Belly like expect like we had a really good optimized business. The first mm. Holly Belly was making great money, mm. everything was working really well, mm. and we shut that down. We stopped it mm. and, and we rethought everything and opened a restaurant that was three times bigger because we wanted to because locals stopped coming because mm. it was only tourists that were coming. Yeah, like, yeah. We can't have that. Like you were yeah. saying, right? You need to also. Be Man, I'm touch. one of your locals. That's it. You're <laughs> and like you're a friend. You're a regular. Yeah. You're a local, and like I, we we just really wanted to make room for these people as well and we yeah. just, and it worked you know like we have all these people are back because there's more capacity mm. um partnerships you were talking about your partner uh edward see for me i partnered with my wife she's not technically my wife but like we've been together forever mm. so i have my relationship with partnership is very singular because we work and live together we and it works for us and we enjoy it you partnered up with someone that is not your wife, obviously, and I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious. I have seen so many failed partnerships. Like in my six years in this industry, I have seen so many people opening up and being all fired up and being convinced that it was going to be great. And I was always kind of, I could see the cracks before they even open. Mm. And I'm, I've, I have this very pessimistic vision of partnerships that are mm. not like husband and wife almost. And mm. like, can you trust someone that is, you know, and yeah. so I'm just really curious to have your take on what it's like to be with Edward. And so, so I've got like, I've got a few things that I would say to people where I'd be like, listen, don't do something with your best friend. Mm. Right. It's, it's so testing. Mm. Edward and I, we worked with each other at Opassage before, okay. and we had a mutual respect for each other, but we, we really didn't hang out. Okay. Like, we re- like it's, it's the same as it was then as it is now. And we never tried to make it more than that. Mm. But we do talk about it like a marriage. If okay. we do have an argument, which we do, mm-hmm. there are definitely times when we, when, we, when we argue, we sit down and we say, okay, well, the common goal is we want this, we both want this to work. In fact, there's actually three partners. Okay. But two, there's just Edward and I that work together. The, the third partner, we, 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 we meet on a regular basis. Okay. It's Edward's, it's Edward's best friend from, okay. uh, from, from being a kid. But we, I mean, so we all sit and we all say like, this is very much like a, it's like a marriage. It, we you you've got to sit back down, think about what your common goals are, and go. Okay, well, is this is this argument that we're talking about? Is this better? Whose whose way is going to be better for the common goal? And if we can't meet a uh, come to a compromise, then we kind of just go. Okay, well, we'll choo- just choose one side. Okay, and then if it doesn't work, then we'll choose the other way. That's cool. It's 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 not it's not about who's right and wrong in the end. Um, it's more about getting to the destination that you want to go and making that journey together sounds really cliche, no 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 but, but i know uh, what you, i know what you're saying yeah so common vision common goal common vo- yeah and, and and going back to it like yeah you said like sometimes you can be not present you know and you need to come back to that and be thankful for what you have and we do, and we we regularly say it like look at what we've achieved so far we should be really thankful yeah. for this yeah. and then if we ever have an argument it's really important to go back and apologize like we'll snap at each other in service and at the with, with in, maybe even in service but definitely at the end of service we'll go up and we'll say I'm really sorry I yeah. shouldn't have spoken to you like that yeah. definitely shouldn't have said that in front of the other people mm. and we do have this thing where we don't argue 
we really try not to anyway, or snap in front of any of the stuff. Yeah, same it's with Sarah. Very, we very really private. try to do that. It's so like I used to work for people that sometimes did that. Yeah, and it's it just as a staff, you just feel it's just no, it's no good. It's, it's like seeing your parents yeah. argue, and like you 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 can just ca- you can continue, and it's all like you go about your day to day business, yeah. but like really. It's it's not it's not good for them. It wouldn't be good for a child to see like, yeah. parents arguing brutally with each other. And I don't know about you, but like I feel like the more we do this, so six years for us now, and like we've been together for seventeen years, we argue less. I feel like yeah, just, you know where it's going, and like why waste that energy into like an, a full on argument? Like, yeah, we just we skip that step altogether, and we go straight to resolution. And like, yeah. what do we do about this? We just skip the whole argument. Together. My, so, 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 my mother always used to say, "You got to like pick your battles." Right. And I don't think that that's actually really real. I think <laughs> after a while, you realize that the battle is is worthless. Yeah. And you go, okay, well, let's go. Like you said, like let's just skip over this and say, yeah. well, what's what's you it? know it's coming. You just straight yeah. to results. Like, yeah. what can we do about this? Yeah. yeah. Well, the the only th- the only thing that really can can happen is you can have things. One of the things that we always try and do is we say if something's bothering us, we try and talk about it immediately. You got to do that because otherwise, what happens is you have like a few days go by and you can feel the tension oh, from man, the other person, totally. and you just in and in the end. So we have this rule that if someone says, "Hey, what's up?" Do we need to go and talk? The other person has been given that opportunity. So you've mm. got to go and take it. You have to go, okay, yeah, we That's need to talk. That's super. Like, to people listening to this, this is so... Like, if you're partnering with someone and, like, planning on partnering with someone, that clean, transparent... But it's not very French, though. Like, you know, I feel like... And, I um, mean, Edouard's yeah, super French. I mean, good for born, him. Born and, born and raised, you know? Like it's, it, it's so good. You know, if something's up, I think you need to address it here and now. Yeah. Like, nothing is going to blow off ever. Yeah. You know, it's just going to fester. So, well, also, it's, it's better... It's better... T- it's, it's better just to even have that blowout yeah. and then apologize afterwards than just let it sit. Totally. It's no... Even with staff, like you can tell. I don't know if you can oh, yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like yeah. you walk in in the morning, like so I make a point of like going around and saying hello to everyone yeah, at both shops. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, I go in the kitchen, say hey yeah. to everybody. I just like, it just it just became that thing. It really matters to me that I do that. I just, yeah, kitchen, dishwashing, bar. I just go say hello to everybody. Mm. I will know instantly if mm. something's up. Mm. And it's just, I developed that sense. Do you mm. have it as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%, 100%. You, you just know. You're like, okay, yeah. I need to talk to him. Like something's so, up. So then, then I've got this, then again, it's that balance of like, you see someone and then maybe and because you 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 got to be respectful of someone. So of you have to say like, "Hey, is something up?" And if they say it's outside of work, oh, then I just leave yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and then but then you have this really tricky situation where sometimes it might be outside of work, but it's actually in fact inside hey, of work. And then you you're go. like, "Yeah," and then you have to go up and be like, "Hey, you really got maybe." Just leave that at the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Need, I, I need some work. That's a big one. Yeah, that, that's, no, I'm so. That with is you. my that is my weakest. That's my weakest thing. I what can't, do you mean? Like, I, I, if so, if I see someone's annoyed or upset about something outside of work, and I want them to forget about it, I find it really difficult to go up and be like. Like I can tell someone off if they're doing yeah. something wrong, yeah. But if it's something that's like a mm. tricky, si- like tricky situation, I'm like, yeah. Uh, I, f- hey. I feel like you can be just really factual about it. Like you know, I know this is going on in your life. I'm 100 sympathetic. I get it. Just be with me for a second. Like we have a service to get through, and yeah. like please, 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 be professional about this. Like we can talk after. Yeah. Go outside for a minute. You know, breathe for a second. But like it's just if you go back to just being very factual and being about service, I mm. feel like. Most times people are like, yeah, 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 I got to get this done for yeah. the team, for you, for yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, I'm, I think you're absolutely right. It's, that's just the one that I can feel. My heartstrings mm. get pulled too much, and I'm like, 
How do you feel about staff management? Because you come from a back of house background, like you've been, you know, in the kitchen, which has its own rules and it's its own world almost. And now mm. you're not stepped up. It's not technically above anything, but like you're moving to that position of ownership. So you, it comes with staff management. How do you deal with that? Um, it's it's a it's a learning curve for sure. Mm -hmm. Like especially like you said, coming from the kitchen. I mean, I came from St John's, which was like a major. That 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 was a real revelation, right? Mm. Because before, like 15 years ago, working in kitchens that weren't St. John's, they it was pretty brutal conditions. People, and it was it was actively encouraged bullying and just not not very toxic behavior, mm, mm, right? Mm. And then I got to St. John's and realized, and and there it was real. Like you, if you shouted at someone, the head chef would turn around and shout. Whoa! Sh shut it down. They'd so they like, wanted no. to move away from that. Oh, 100%. percent. Oh, they wow. wanted, I didn't know they that. Would, they, they would. They put in forty hour, forty eight hour work weeks. Were like in London, it was super usual wow. from ninety to a, like before everyone else. Because now, now it's a big talk, it's a big topic. But they've been doing that for oh, like straight away. They, there was they, you have like a they give you like a heart, like a little glass of wine. At like nine thirty or ten o'clock, I can't remember what the time yeah. is now. But it's just a break the yeah break the break the the the, the, the tension, the, the tension, stress yeah. exactly. Oh, like, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really really good. Sitting down for staff was. I mean, I when I when I saw everyone and like it was it was literally put your knives down and sit down at the wow. table and we and it was really a big and that was a, that was twice a day that when people morning. usually like turn turn a bucket around and sit on a bucket and it yeah wherever oh, they yeah can. exactly yeah. and just whip down some pasta this yeah. was like really lovely cooked stuff cool it was, it was and i saw that and i was like wow this is something that i, really I didn't wanted. know that about them that's awesome yeah. and so then so then so then i took that I mean, I listen to really loud music in the kitchen and try. I use that as like the war drum. Mm -hmm. So like if mm -hmm. we need to go a little bit slower, a little bit more finesse, then obviously I change the music. If I want it a bit faster, we're listening That's to the cool. Prodigy. I know that. Um, I know people now. There's a restaurant called Where the Light Gets In. Or I think is that in Paris? No, this is in, uh, in London, in uh, Manchester, okay. near Manchester in England. And uh, I was talking to him at the uh, Oxford Symposium this year and I was telling him about that. And he was like, I don't even do that anymore. Uh, he was like, I feel that's manipulative of the staff. I, I think that's uh, slightly disrespectful. He was really cool. Yeah. Super cool guy. Mm. Some of the best conversations I've had. And he talks a lot about meditation and okay. sleeping. And, talking, and he talks about how difficult it was for him for staff management. But like coming out from the kitchen, you still have certain mentalities and certain traits that have been beaten into you in a, in a way. That uh, you can't deal like that with, with, other, yeah. with other people in, in, at, at all. Like it's just it's not it's not it's not good. So staff staff for me staff management's been a real steep learning curve. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's it, I just take it as another challenge, right? Another thing that I need to learn, another thing I need to do. And then, like I said, I've got Edouard there, and Edouard's Edouard's really professional all the time. Okay, he's and he's really he's really he is the yin to my yang. He's really because yeah, he's really he, he knows. He knows when to say yes, when to say no. He's very, very good with money. Do you, as a as a chef, do you only talk to like back of our staff and like kind of oversee kitchen mostly, or do you also step out on the floor and like have notes about service and? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. We 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 both do. Mm -hmm. So Edouard will talk to the guys in the kitchen. That's For right. example, yesterday we had a problem with our bins. We, uh, we have we we built this bin thing mm -hmm. at the back of our it's like a shed okay sort of thing but it's not uh because we have problems with the neighbors because mm -hmm. obviously they live just above the bins and the bins smell and Paris. yeah exactly living Paris. all together yeah but like we try we try and be as nice as we possibly of course, can to you have them. to yeah because like uh, i mean 
I know that they, the, you know, the guy that lives moved in above us, he must realize that he moved in above a super busy restaurant. But also, let's not be arrogant about it. No, 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 you no. Know, he's got to go to sleep. Yeah. He wants to open up his windows when it's hot. Yeah. Um, and we went there. We opened it up yesterday, and for some reason, our bins hadn't been taken out. And so, Edward had to talk to the entire kitchen team, and he was pretty stern about it. And I would never, I would never never not have that in fact most of the time if we ever have to have big conversations with front of house back of house anyone it'd be both of us sitting yeah, down yeah like we, it's it's just it's better i think that's essential and like i don't know if, if that's something that matters to you but like having been employed before being employers with sarah one of well, the big one for us was always like we need to break down that wall between back of house and front of us as much as possible because mm. i don't i think historically there was always always this division between mm. the back and the front of the house and there will always be technically but yeah. we always try to deal with the team as, as a big one as, yeah. as a whole and I think that's essential it has to be again like it's all about shared common goals so we, yeah. we're we just about to do another massive meeting uh, for the beginning of this year and sit everyone down and say listen this is where we want to go this year mm. these are mm. the projects that we're going to be doing this is the like this is the thing that we want um, and all of you need to get in line with this. Do you do like a company big meeting with like the bakery staff and the kitchen and uh, or no? Because we do we do one for the bakery and one for the restaurant. Okay. If we do staff parties, then we'll do everybody. Do I mean, the guys hang out between the restaurant and the? Oh bakery? yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, not 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 a huge amount, um, but there's definitely some crossover. It's, mm. But it's difficult with people's shifts. Obviously, some people right. are starting at two o'clock in the morning yeah. when yeah. some people are finishing at two o'clock in the morning. Makes sense. Um, but there's definitely, definitely some some crossover. How many staff you have right now? Uh, Thirty-two. Yeah, I think it is something like this. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, it's cool. It's very. It's cool. It's nice. We like it. Um, we definitely like them. We've, yeah, we've, we've and I, as the time's gone on and we're, our names got a little bit like I don't want to sound pretentious, but like. Oh, I'm boastful, but as as we've gone on and our names got a bit bigger, we've obviously got better CVs. Yeah, man. Like I, we, we were having this big talk the other day about how how we train our staff, and I was saying to uh, Edouard, like we haven't really done, like we we haven't done this massive amount of training. We've just as we've got gone along, people have left, and then other CVs come in who are slightly better, and they've just move it's just we've just moved in that that's kind of direction so interesting you talk about this and like we that's something i think we should close on because we're getting near the the, the, the end mark yeah but um culture is something that i've been putting so much effort into mm. it's not something that you can really think about when you start there's like you know four people like we started just sarah myself um you know lee's in the kitchen and marie on the floor it was four of us mm. and uh and now there's 37 of us and like culture is so essential. And like what you're saying about um, having better CVs, I call it being magnetic. Mm. And like I've, I've just realized that recently after six years, finally, um, we are attractive to – and in, in, an, in an industry where um, staffing is friction point number one, finding mm. good staff is everything right now oh, in Paris. Yeah, Everyone needs staff. You, you cannot be attractive and magnetic, like, you know, in the sense that you attract those talents. And so it's something that I want to give to the people listening to this is that when you are being generous or when you're being a good boss, when you pay the hours, when you're being caring, when you say hello to everybody – you are not showing weakness. You know, I, I feel like there's a lot of people that are afraid that that being just, you will seem soft almost. Well, you know? again, it's, a, it's, a, it's that balance. Yeah. If someone's done something good. Of course. Reward them, but also reward them for the, for the, for the time that they work. But I know? think you But and if I, they've done something wrong, like... Absolutely. It, exactly. It's all about that. But I think you and I, um, 
for your businesses and mine, I think are a good example of like running restaurants in a humane way mm. and pushing the envelope towards well-being. And you were saying about staff meals being even better in 2020. Yeah. And having just just the sole fact that you're thinking about it speaks volume about the kind of businesses you want to own. And I think the silver lining of all this, because it's effort, because it's always on your mind, you go home and you think about your staff. And I always think about my staff. They're my family. They're not my kids, but they're, I, they're my family, you know? Yeah. And so I always think about them. Um, and that time and energy I invest in them and, and money even uh, we did yoga we did a whole bunch of stuff yeah we, we, we talk about doing yoga but it's, it's really difficult for us to it, get that time it's hard we actually stopped doing it It's there's no time to talk about why but yeah. um, just the fact that we're trying all these things um, it, it you don't do it for it to pay it's not an investment you don't hope anything from it mm. but the result of that will be that you will never struggle to staff and that in itself is a huge payoff yeah massive yeah like it, uh, it's it there's two folds the first is you just feel better oh as a as a person it's the only way i, c- I could see myself yeah. manage a restaurant i could i i would i would cut i could cut a load of corners make it way easier for myself and just be a asshole yeah yeah oh yeah know? oh yeah but it's way better but and then the 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 uh, the added the bonus to that one or the 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 effect like you're saying is you just end up having some really good staff who then tell other people hey there's this place that I worked at and it's really good. Exactly. Or they don't leave. Yeah. We've got, we've got, there's, there's some people who started as pot wash and like one, one guy started a pot wash and now he's one of our head bakers. That's awesome. There's another guy who started as pot wash and now he's like, he's our delivery guy. Cause he was like, you know what? I just want to be outside. Yeah. And like, and now he's, he's got the, we, we kind of like take people and move them into the positions that they want to be in. Yeah. That's and, the best. and then when people are happy, they stay longer and they work way better it's like it it's like a that's no-brainer. the thing yeah exactly if you create a toxic culture. free environment a yeah. culture that is it will actually it's like it's like growing vegetables i guess like that, you create that great soil very rich very healthy and then you just you just let it happen and yeah. then what comes out of it is something very very healthy and it's so much easier and i think you'll agree it's so much easier to manage a business that's healthy yeah. in this culture and if the staff gets along and if, if you know if nothing is left in the dark like you were saying there's something that's going on we talk about it right away mm-hmm. we only fester all these little attentions towards keeping the, the, the space in the business the healthiest spot possible is actually the best way you can manage restaurants these days i Absolutely. don't i don't think you can do it any other way it's not if you again going back to your longevity yeah. not unless you want longevity exactly if you want longevity i don't think you can continue yeah continue to in, in in old in old models yeah agreed i think that's we kind of almost done right time wise i think this is it well it's a great way to finish the episode i think i hope everybody listening to this business owners people that want to open restaurants uh, listen to this time and times over because I think we touched on some very important stuff and I'm, I'm I'm excited to think that this is the way things are going forward and I, I think you can agree we're seeing more and more places like this opening and everybody's kind of mo- not everybody but like people like you and I I guess our age our background are moving towards that kind of management yeah all, all the chefs that I that I meet or, or, or well front of house back of house they're all looking for this mm-hmm. you know so yeah. like and like you said it's like a, it's 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 hard to find good stuff so unless you unless you're providing this is like your base you don't get those people agreed that's the end of it. Let's that. all be better to for everyone and uh, take care <laughs> of each other. It's it sounds a little soapy, but it's really I, I urge you to manage in that way because it's uh, it's the the best and only way. Uh, Ed, thank you so much for being on for the first episode. I think we did all right. This was this, yeah. this felt good. Thanks for listening and catch you on the next one.